Hello everybody, it's Pastor Chip, and I thank you for tuning in again. And uh, after yesterday, you might not want to be tuning in on me, the way I kind of went off a little bit, but hey, I get on my soapbox too. But um, today I'm going to be talking about compassion, and I'm going to have compassion on you guys. I'm not going to go crazy. Standing on my porch, listening to the rain. You may hear it in the gutters. But, um, you know, I'm going to follow up on what we talked about yesterday, about how we shouldn't be condemning and critiquing and uh, judging and running people out of the church. And today I'm going to take the Take the Jesus path. And I'm going to read you Matthew 9, 35 to 38. And it says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. And then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So, thanks to my buddy Keith for that inspiration for today's message. And it was divinely appointed because it's a good follow-up for yesterday's message. You see, it says, Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So I did one on burn the, burn the ships once and talked about how we're, we've become creatures of comfort in our churches and we don't want to get out. We don't want to witness. We don't want to beat the streets. We don't want to talk to people. You know, we'll talk to them, but only if they're at church on Sunday. We don't want to take the time to talk to them when we're not at church. We're not comfortable talking about the gospel. We'll sit there in church and say, when the preacher says, anybody got any praise reports? Well, oh, yes, you know, thank you, Lord, for, you know, me finding them a job or getting a car or, you know, my health and a good doctor's report. But we don't go out to the streets and tell the people what He has done for us. Because you see, it says in verse 35, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And we have the gospels, right? The four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels, that means the good news. That literally, Gospel means good news. So if Jesus is preaching the Gospel of the Kingdom, He's preaching the good news of the Kingdom, right? And when we go out and talk to people, we don't have to preach to them, we can tell them, what Christ has done for us in our life, 
how he's helped you to get a job, keep a job, get a pay raise, heal you from your sickness. Um, send people to, to minister to you that you don't know how they came to know, but they just show up. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of th- I know everybody, within the sound of my voice, has an example of something that is the gospel. So, verse 36, he says, When he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary. It says weary. Um, Let's see here what my footnote says. Okay. It says that weary is interchanged with the word harassed, but weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. You ever seen sheep without a shepherd? What does that mean? It means livestock is in danger of being killed. Wolves, predators, can come after them. And the original word, it said, was harassed because they were harassed and scattered like sheep. So the people were lost. They were scattered. You know, back in those days, they couldn't pick up the phone or cell phone and call 911 if there was something going on. If they were walking somewhere and bandits came along the road, if they weren't strong enough or organized enough, they were robbed or killed. But all these people, wherever Jesus came, they risked all to come hear him preach and teach in the synagogues, in the villages, in the cities, wherever he went. They wanted to be there. It was important enough for them to risk their life to come see him and hear him. And because they had endured so much suffering and pain and harassment and they were tired and who knows how many distance, how much distance they had traveled, or how much, how many of them got there beaten up and robbed, or whatever. But Jesus had compassion on them. Now, what he didn't do, he didn't turn them away. He didn't say, "Ah, you didn't wear your Sunday best. You need to go back home." And he didn't say, "Your hair is too long. You need to go back home." And any other critiquing thing that I talked about yesterday that we do the people in our show up at our churches today, he didn't send them back home. He didn't say, oh, I'm sorry, you don't have the right translation, you can't come listen to me. He had compassion on them. Compassion. I mean, what is it when people have compassion on you? When you get in trouble, you get pulled over by a policeman, and he says, Sir, ma'am, you know I caught you doing 20 over on the speed limit. And you go, Yes, sir. I'm sorry, officer. I was, you know, I'm in a hurry. I'm running late. My child's sick. Whatever. 
And then an officer says, you know, I'm going to give you a warning today because you were honest with me. And I just want you to slow down. But I could take you to jail. But I'm just, just please slow down and be cautious. You see, he had compassion on you. Or how about when you go to a court for a, a court case and you've done something wrong and you go to the judge and you say, Your Honor, yes, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. And he says, All right, well, I'm not going to send you to jail. But you're going to pay a fine. You're going to do some community service. He has compassion on you. It's the same with Jesus. He had compassion on the people because they had suffered to get there to hear Him. So what are we doing? What are we doing to share the compassion to the people that we meet? You know, when, when you're standing in the grocery store line and you see a person running up and down the aisle and they got a few things in their hand and they're trying to find a short line and you're standing there with your big buggy full and you're about three, four, three people back, do you just stand there or do you say, hey, come here, you can get in front of me? Because, you know, that person obviously has something going on. They're in a hurry and why not let them go on? Or you see somebody walking down the street. Or how about getting gas? I mentioned gas before. You see somebody digging through their change to get gas. Just counting the pennies. You ever just tell the cashier, hey, go ahead and give them $10 worth of gas. I got it. Because you know I heard a story about a guy who had lost his wallet and needed, mo- and needed gas. And somebody saw that. They didn't know that he'd lost a wallet. But they gave him gas. And he told him, he said, I had lost my wallet and I didn't have gas to get home and thank you for helping me out. Have compassion. Compassion. There may come a day when something happens to your car and you're on the side of the road and somebody says, you know what? Let me see what they need. I'm not in a hurry. I can I can hang around a little bit and help them out. And they help you out. That's compassion. In verse 37 it says, He said to His disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Is that not the truth? That is the gospel truth right there. No pun intended. You know, preachers go to church. We preach the gospel. We preach every Sunday about the good news of Christ. And, and we got these churches that we sit in and they're not even filled like they need to be. And we're telling people, you know, we're preaching a service and we're, you know, preaching, doing good and sharing the love of Christ with people. And we're asking them to invite a friend and nobody... 
All they do is they come in, you hit your time clock, you know, when you come to the back door, you punch in, and you sit there, and you count the minutes to when the sermon is done, and then you clock out, and you go home. And you don't say anything about church or nothing to anybody else until till the next next week, right? That is the preacher's doing a lot of work, putting a lot of effort into preparing the sermon to share the gospel with you guys and the love of Christ. And there's people out there in the town that need to be hearing it and you're going out and meeting and interacting and mingling with them but you're not saying anything about it. You're not bringing them back. Happy birthday, babe. That's what this is talking about. There's no shepherds. I mean, no laborers. I'm sorry. There's not enough people going out and echoing what the preacher says. And you know, how hard would it be to go out to your neighbors and say, hey, I noticed you didn't go to church. You don't go to church. Uh, how about coming to our church Sunday? We got this great preacher and you know he really explains things well and you know, why don't you come visit? What's it gonna hurt to say that to somebody? Nothing. Not gonna cost you a thing. And it says verse thirty eight, therefore pray the Lord of the harvest. That's God to send out laborers into His harvest. Pray that the Lord will send people. Pray that He will touch your hearts, that you will have compassion on people and go out and witness. You know, when you see that guy I talked about with tattoos, several of them yesterday, and you see them, you go in a store and they're... Somebody's working and... I mean, just anybody. But you can read people. You can tell when some people are really having a bad time, a bad day, or or whatever. And you just say to them, Hey, you doing okay? Well, yeah. So, well, you know, I, I'm not going to preach to you or nothing, but I just want to know, um, is there anything that I can pray for you? You know, would you like for me to... I'll say a prayer. I'll add you to my prayer list and you tell me what you want me to pray for and I will. You will be surprised at the reaction you will get from some people. Surprised. And then if that doesn't work, you can just say, well, how about, um, how about visiting my church Sunday? You know, I got this great preacher. I'm just going to offer you an invitation. I got a friend of mine. She goes to this church. She drives a pretty good distance to go to the church every Sunday because it's her. It's a church that she gets fed. She loves the preacher. She loves what they do, and he speaks. God speaks to her there, and she spends her time at this church. And every Sunday. She stops at a convenience store right near the church when she leaves church and goes in and sees the same guy working there and says, Hey, how you doing? 
He said, you go to church today? She goes, yeah, sure did. Why don't you come visit with us? And you know, like, I don't know. Every Sunday, she goes in there and just says, hey, you know, I was at church again. Wish you'd come visit. This is when we meet. Well, guess what? She's been doing this for months. And the other Sunday, she went to church, and guess who was there? I tell you what, man, somebody planted a seed and she kept watering it and watering it and watering it and somebody else harvested, right? That's what it's all about. Not a lot of work involved on her part. Not a lot of pain and suffering. She didn't have to expend no money. She just offered an invitation to a guy to come to church and eventually he came. What a blessing, right? What a blessing. So people, just think about it. Think about it. The big thing is, when Jesus saw people, he was moved with compassion. He didn't criticize them about being adulterers or not being married. He didn't criticize them for their tattoos, their jewelry, their hair, their, their clothes, their shoes, whether they took a bath, whether they brushed their teeth, whether they had the right Bible. He had compassion. And let me just say, in closing... If Jesus Christ, the Son of our Heavenly Father, who was with Him at the beginning with creation, who created everything, who died on a cross to forgive us of our sins, if that man can have compassion and not judge people, Is that not an example for us to follow? Is that not what Christianity is all about? Think about it next time you see somebody. Before you open your mouth, be compassionate. Give them a hug. Tell them you're praying and, love, and, and praying for them and you love them. And ask them if there's anything you can do for them. And you will change the world one person at a time. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great day.